Hey guys, welcome to the Coffee Unleashed podcast. My name is Alec and I am your host. Uh, We are excited today to be here uh, recording episode 25 of the podcast. It's an exciting time to be here um, and uh, just excited to dive a little bit deeper into uh, coffee business and everything in between. Um, Again, if you haven't yet, uh, make sure that you subscribe uh, to our podcast uh, on your favorite podcast platform, whether that be Google Play, uh, Apple Podcast app, or Spotify. Uh, You can find us in any of those spots, uh, catch up on previous episodes, um, and get engaged that way. We do new episodes every week, um, so you'll have an opportunity to hear from some really awesome people um, and uh, hear some great, uh, great content. So, yeah, excited for today. Uh, we have a good friend of ours and a uh, former team member at Indie Coffee Roasters, uh, Ian Michak, um, good friend that's been uh, uh, with me for a long time. Um, so excited to have him on and uh, talking a little bit about um, some digital marketing and the scariness of the web, <laughs> worldwide web world. Um, and, uh, yeah, so just dissecting that a little bit for your business and, and what it will look like. So, uh, before we dive in, um, I want to hear, uh, from you, Ian, what, uh, coffee or coffee drink have you been enjoying lately? Well, currently I'm enjoying a great indie coffee roasters drip coffee from yours truly, Alec Todd. <laughs> uh, but lately it's just been just straight up black with indie coffee roasters, um, can't say I've varied from the style. I mean, you guys have sold me from the beginning. So he is a big brand ambassador. He's uh, this is an audio podcast, but he is repping one of our hats as well. Oh yeah. Uh, so I'm sure you can feel that uh, through whatever headphones you're listening uh, listening with. Um, but yeah, um, so Ian uh, has been a good friend of mine for. It's probably four or five, four years now, probably. Mm-hmm. Four years. Uh, we worked together in some different avenues, um, both in the ministry world when um, I was working in that, as well as um, he was a team member with us uh, when we opened up at uh, Indie Coffee Roasters. So he's one of the OGs, as we call him, um, <laughs> still repping that title. Um, so excited to always have him in the family and um Ian is now uh, working uh, for a marketing agency here in Indianapolis. Um, And so tell us a little bit about, you know, day to day, what that looks like. Well, because it's an agency, it varies day to day. So I'm going to try to keep it brief. Uh, I do. I handle a lot of uh, different clients. It seems like every day it's shifting. Uh, But I do SEO, uh, content strategy. I do a bit of uh, web development, helping some of our developers. At um, I work at Element Three, uh, which is an agency, down, agency downtown Indianapolis, um, and we do a lot of different moving parts. Whether it's lead generation, bringing people through um, your web door, and trying to get leads and hopeful sales. Um, but and there's a lot of different strategies behind that, and we try to do best practices in the, in the, in the industry. And uh, mainly we work with outdoor retail, but, uh, you know, we also involve other tech and health services. So Mm. there's a lot of different clientele, but um, it's a fun new opportunity every day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think that that um, obviously 
speaks a little bit into um, the audience that um, is listening is just um, there's a lot of different avenues for uh, potential businesses out there. There's a lot of different, you know, small businesses that are out there, especially um, in our Indianapolis area. We've seen a a good surge of uh, local businesses popping up, which is a, a great thing to hear as we bring, you know, local commerce back to um, our communities. Um, so uh, you mentioned, obviously, uh, SEO, uh, digital strategy, a web strategy. Um, so uh, for all of our other uh, people who maybe aren't natives uh, to the digital front, um, one, what does that stuff mean? And two, um, you know, more in layman's terms, what uh, could that look like for a normal business? Yeah. So with um, with SEO, that means search engine optimization. So it's trying to get you to rank as high as you possibly can. Hopefully, fingers crossed, number one in Google or other search engines um, like Bing or um, DuckDuckGo, I guess. <laughs> uh, and then that is based, that back backs more into content strategy. So that's either video or blog or podcasts like we're doing right now. Um, all these are great avenues for you to um, supplement your consumers with uh, more content so they stay on your website so that you can rank higher as well as a, a host of other attributes that are way, way, way too, too much time <laughs> to get into. But, um, yeah, so that's what I kind of handle. That's what I kind of do. Um, and so as a small business, I mean, you're going to be wanting to do a lot of SEO optimization, uh, wow, SEO optimization, search engine optimization mm -hmm. so that you can rank higher and show up for your, um, for whatever your customers are looking for. Um, mm -hmm. and what I like to kind of keep it practical is create content towards what your consumer needs. Mm -hmm. um, what what are they looking for? And I think that if you're looking through that lens, you're going to be way more successful than just trying to rank number one mm -hmm. um, because Google has been shifting a lot lately. Mm -hmm. So, Yeah, and I think that, you know, we talked about it a little bit previously on on uh, an earlier episode where we talked about brand and, and identity and mm -hmm. and how so many small businesses are, are really good face-to-face, -face, but they uh, either look different or maybe act different or something on the in the digital world. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, our customers are getting smarter and uh, they're, I think they have a desire for some unity, I think, Mm -hmm. in that um to where you know they can tell when uh, you know just a normal individual isn't acting like themselves on a digital platform versus you know in mm -hmm. person um i think that our customers are starting to realize too that when a business looks one way uh in their door when you talk to their salesman or or whatever uh and they look different digitally then that's where, you know, maybe there's a gap or a problem there. Mm -hmm. um, because I know it, it can feel daunting sometimes for a small business to think about like, well, you know, I'm trying to, you know, in a customer, uh, like customer facing business, like we're involved in, you know, we're, re we're working really hard on those face-to-face -face customer interactions. Mm -hmm. So uh, we put a lot of energy into that. So to think that, we need to have those online as well. 
can feel a little bit overwhelming, but, um, I think that, you know, what you've shared before is like, if you can merely be who you are in person also digitally, then there won't be so much of that disconnect. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what type of stuff, as far as you mentioned, like content creation, mm-hmm. what type of stuff will help with that as far as, you know, making it feel more like it's all cohesive and yeah, well, you keep touching on it. It's this consistency because um, we show up with people in person. We also want to show up on the web the same mm-hmm. way. Um, and I think that's important. Um, you're meeting a need in, let's say, for Indie Coffee, it's mm-hmm. fulfilling a need of getting a coffee drink mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. if you're thinking about kombucha, like mm-hmm. doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're providing that service. Now, online, it's a little bit different because you're not going directly to a storefront and purchasing a coffee beverage. Mm-hmm. but Let's say you want a bag of beans. Well, if I am coming to your website with intent to buy a bag of beans or maybe I want to join as a wholesale partner, I'm going to want to want to find the quickest route and the quickest mm-hmm. information mm-hmm. as well as if I'm not ready to purchase mm-hmm. something, then mm-hmm. I'm going to want to know more information about yeah. that. So not only being consistent, but also informing the user that's jumping in on your website. Um, I think that's very important to be clear in your messaging, to know, to, to communicate, what am I trying to reach? Who am I trying to reach? How am I effectively communicating that? And if it's not there in the open for your users, then odds are you're not going to be getting a high conversions mm-hmm. or any sort of conversions if mm-hmm. nobody's being told where to go. I think mm-hmm. uh, lately I've been hearing that user experience online is the highest um, valued part of your website, Mm -hmm. Um, whether it's people staying and checking out your content Mm -hmm. or whether it's people uh, knowing what they, where they want to go Mm -hmm. and converting on that. And that's going to play a big role in success for your business Mm -hmm. online. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately I have to say is that that takes time. Mm -hmm. Um, It's not a quick instantaneous Mm -hmm. turnaround and there's a lot of work into it and it can be daunting, but as a 24-year-old guy like me, I've been able to learn and help businesses mm-hmm. grow in that area. Mm-hmm. So I want to say you can do it, uh-huh. and it doesn't matter what age you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think it's just like continually improving on pieces as you go. Um, if you think of it, like in for our context, like, you know, when we opened our doors, we weren't, like every barista wasn't perfect at, you know, making every drink on the menu or maybe when you start working with us you're not necessarily like complete perfection when it comes to that but you know you just continually improve on a gradual basis and I look at that you know from a business standpoint you know if you are really ineffective on your website or you aren't really present on social media or you know you're nowhere to be found on Google or or Yelp or whatever, you know, start slowly with how to improve those things and just, you know, try to look at it from a user standpoint, you know, and say, just like, you know, people forget like, um, that once if again, I'm, I'm speaking from the context of like a retail space where you would walk in, um, or a brick and mortar store, like, no one would ever create a brick and mortar storefront without the hours on the door, without a like nice atmosphere when you walk in, 
a welcoming individual usually that greets you. Um, it smells nice usually. It looks decent, you know, um, everything. And then, like, different things, like even thinking about, like, wayfinding, like, different things are there. Like, you know where the bathrooms are. You know where to check out. You know uh, at least somewhat where to find certain items. You may have to walk around a little bit or whatever. Um, but it's decently clear at least to what they want you to shop for. Like when you walk into Target, you know, their larger brands are generally there or maybe the big sale that they're doing right now is going to be easily found, you know, and you can easily navigate to that. And I think that, you know, small businesses do that or good ones do that at their brick and mortar stores, Mm -hmm. you know, they have clear, you know, signage for parking or for hours or whatever. Their menu isn't insane. You know, their staff is welcoming and, and caring and everything. They point out where the bathrooms are. You, you know, all of that's easily found. But then when it comes online, it's like you come into that digital front door by going to the URL and like, well, what do I do now? Whereas, you know, you've walked in the front door, but no one's greeting you with anything nice or it's really awkward or you don't know where the quote unquote bathrooms are or Mm -hmm. where do I buy something or where do I check out? Or, you know, I think that if business people start to look at it that way, maybe through the lens of that Mm -hmm. and it's just like your storefront just looks different. Mm -hmm. Um, they'll start to realize, Oh, maybe I'm not being who I am in person Mm -hmm. online. And probably not intentionally, no. you know, just out of lack of understanding or mm-hmm. lack of time spent on it or, um, and I mean, I think, you know, you guys, you don't, you guys do a really good job of this, but you know, it happens a lot sometimes with, uh, sales driven businesses or something where their websites are insanely pushy or, mm-hmm. or something where it's like. And I think that that's where that disconnect happens. Mm-hmm. Like, if you were to log on to our website and, like, something popped up that was that said, hey, do you want to be a wholesale partner? Mm-hmm. And then kept popping up and, like, wouldn't go away. Or, you know, we when you come into our space, you know, we don't have a barista meet you out the door and say, hey, what do you want to drink? Hey, what do you want? You know, they're not, yep. like, but that happens online, you know. And so... You talked again about that content stuff. What, you know, how does that, how do you still achieve that goal of like conversions like you talked Mm -hmm. about without being so not quality customer service that, Mm -hmm. you know, you lose it? Oh, yeah. Well, I think one, it's good to look at what everybody else is doing. If, If Joe Schmo down the road is rocking his sales is doing something great and but also he's his website's great uh there's content that's readily and available for whoever to consume it and he's created this great funnel of where people can travel straight down and go to a conversion or they just stop in the middle and they say i want to swim around and get to know Mm -hmm. your brand a lot Mm -hmm. better and i want to understand it i might not convert now but i Mm -hmm. might convert later Mm -hmm. um being able to keep that in mind as you have your website of saying hey I know that these pages are capturing 
Jeff down the road mm-hmm. and he mm-hmm. says, mm-hmm. I'm going to come in and I'm going to look around and say, well, this is great awareness. I'm aware of your brand. I came to your website to be, you know, to, with some sort of intent and I know now what you stand for. Mm-hmm. That's probably going to allow me to come back later. Mm-hmm. Hopefully if I'm targeted by some ads, if you're a small business, maybe carving out a little bit of a budget for that would be nice to retarget the visitors mm-hmm. to your website. Mm-hmm. Um, two, if, if you don't have content that's going to have somebody who's saying, I actually want to buy, um, I want to have a little bit more confidence, um, but I can't find anywhere online mm-hmm. where you're either reviewed or there's a testimonial about your mm-hmm. product. Mm-hmm. I might not convert on your product as much as, uh, mm-hmm. uh, as someone who's ready to buy, knows what they want to purchase, yeah. knows your brand thoroughly and throughout. And those are the, those are the cash cows. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are the people that are going to come in, know what they want to convert on mm-hmm. and leave. Mm-hmm. Um, and those are your brand loyal customers. Yeah. Those are good things uh, to have for your business. But if you aren't creating even a simple navigation on your website to get them to where they need to go, um, and keeping those uh, keeping those people on your website, uh, odds are you're probably not going to convert. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's difficult. It's difficult to hone in on. So my two bits of advice would be take a step back, look at your website. How am I hitting intent? Mm-hmm. How are these pages meeting the need of my customer mm-hmm. for the awareness, for the consideration, and for the conversion point? Are all those things readily and available for me to access? Mm-hmm. And then two, you're allowed to look at what other people are doing to be mm-hmm. successful. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, what is it? Uh, winners cheat. Um, shout mm-hmm. out to Tom mm-hmm. Brady. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to a certain degree, I think you look at uh, other people's strategy and alter it slightly mm-hmm. and then uh, grow from that. And mm-hmm. I think you can, as long as you're staying consistent in your messaging, as long as you're staying consistent in your brand and authentic to your viewers, that's going to be a lot easier and a lot better mm-hmm. for you to succeed in the short run. And as long as you're looking to improve continually, it'll help you in the long run as mm-hmm. well. Yeah, and I think that you know, you shared it there where, you know, trying to uh, talk about brand loyal customers or customers that are beneficial. We understand that uh, at a brick and mortar standpoint where word of mouth is is big. Mm -hmm. Um, And granted, obviously, the tough spot that we're in right now is that everyone has the opportunity to be a critic or a reviewer. Um, so what I'm not saying is to live and die by Yelp reviews or, or Google reviews. Um, they're the weight on them is heavily skewed. Mm -hmm. Um, but what it does do is, um, you know, I guess the weight of negative reviews is heavily skewed. Mm -hmm. Um, yes, they're not as rewarded as much as good reviews are from a Google mm-hmm. standpoint. Um, and Yelp uh, does a great job of curating their reviews. That's mm-hmm. what uh, is beneficial from Google to Yelp is that Yelp will uh, downgrade uh, reviews that don't make sense or maybe are just angry or, you know, technically I could review any company I want and lie and say that I went there and had a bad experience. But the great part about Yelp is that they do a decent job digging and, and working with business owners to be like, hey, this is insanely, you know, negative. Is this true or not? You know, and uh, so they do a great job at curating it, which is really cool. Uh, but what that does is um, what or what you can do is if you want to continue to grow your brand like that, then 
um, encourage your customer base to leave a review there mm-hmm. um, or you know just reward those that do leave a review you know you may not need to go necessarily fishing for those reviews because uh, those can obviously then feel um, like you're asking for a positive review mm-hmm. um, but what you can do is when reviews do come in whether they're positive or negative you can respond to them and um, and uh, you know um, reward them in some way you know uh, if it is something monetary or if it's just with a great response and really positive you know uh, email or something back to them uh, they'll feel good about that and and then other people will see that you oh they actually talk to their customers and you know um, for whatever reason no matter how big or small your brand is it feels really cool for a brand to talk to an individual, mm-hmm. um, no matter how small or whatever you may seem, it's just something mentally. I think on social media or something or digital world where um, it feels really cool when mm-hmm. a brand comments on something you commented on, or you know. So reward them for that, and then that is where you get your you know recommendations. For yeah, example, you like build you were that saying, loyalty base. Yeah. I think that it's it's important to uh, no matter who's leaving a review, whether it's negative or positive. I mean, people look, people see, people want to know if you're actually interested in this product or um, company. Then you want to see the good, the bad, the ugly, and you want to see how is how is this small company how are they responding mm-hmm. um because like we're using this metaphor consistently is that are you walking in the door and showing up mm-hmm. um good bad or or whatever and uh people are going to want to see like hey if i leave a positive thing am i going to be um not only rewarded but also just convert have mm-hmm. a conversation mm-hmm. with i mean you're breaking that barrier of yeah the door in between us of yeah. the web and saying, okay, well not only thank you for leaving a review, but also, you know, check this out too, or wherever it yeah. may go. Um, but it's breaking that awkward barrier between yeah. you and the customer online. Well, I think it's like, I mean, we, we've made fun of it sometimes, but talk, you watch those like YouTube videos where Facebook in real life or something. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's so weird to, leave a comment or a positive thing on someone's feed in real life and be like, and then not respond, you know, Mm -hmm. for me to like say, Hey, thanks for doing that for me. And I say it to you. And then you just don't say anything like that's awkward. You know, it's weird. (laughs) Um, and so you would never do that face to face, but you know, businesses make that mistake all the time, whether they talk about it being, they don't have time or whatever, Mm -hmm. um, or they don't know what to do. It's like if someone came up to you in your space and said, hey, you know, the drink that was prepared in my context, it wasn't really what I wanted, you know, just wanted to let you know, blah, blah, blah. Or, um, hey, just wanted to let you know, like, I've had to wait like 10 minutes, 15 minutes for my thing. Um, Just wanted to make you aware, blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm not going to just stare at them and not say anything mm-hmm. like uh, that does not how that goes but online we either hide behind it or or are afraid or don't know what to say and it's like if you try to think of digital as just an extension of real human interactions because mm-hmm. at the for most of us at least you know we're not getting targeted by 
bots or anything like that. But for most of us, there's a person on the other end of those comments or reviews or, you know, the traffic on your website or whatever. So to not say anything to that individual when they say something, whether it be good or bad, um, is just weird and Mm -hmm. awkward and like no one would do that in person. And if you are doing that in person, you're not going to be open for very long. Yeah. You're not going to own a business for very long. Um, and I think that's, again, if we go back to like the disconnecting personality, that's where you lose that personality Mm -hmm. is like, man, they're so nice in person and blah, 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 like whatever. But like we message them and ask a question on Facebook. They never respond. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. Like, well, your priority should be customer first. And mm-hmm. that's regardless of in-store or out-of-store. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's very important to show up for whoever. And I think we're, you know, it's this full circle of whether it's content, whether it's mm-hmm. uh, getting people to purchase. It all comes back to how am I servicing mm-hmm. the person that's coming in my metaphorical door. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't think, you know, going to the idea of, like, understanding that it's daunting and understanding that, you know, it's overwhelming, you know, for us, we're, you know, my wife who runs our brand and marketing um, and uh, the rest of our team, we're all pretty uh, digital natives, I guess we call it. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, when we launched our brand, you know, we launched our website without even a, or launched our brand and, you know, retail store without even a full website up yet. You mm-hmm. know, it was a landing page that had still some really great things and, and, uh, great content and that, but, you know, we didn't have our blog, we didn't have our wholesale page, didn't have our, you know, bio and story about the company, our staff page, you know, and, you know, we started heavy with Instagram and now we're diving deeper into Facebook. We didn't really have an email marketing plan when we opened the company, you know, um, but now we do. And so it's it's like we've just gradually improved. Mm-hmm. And obviously there's still things that we're continually saying like, OK, we know we need to improve that, but not yet, but we will. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that that's part of it with um, small business. It, it's not saying, oh, God, I got to update my website, launch a blog launch a YouTube channel, start a podcast, Mm -hmm. also be on Instagram and Facebook and then also tweet sometimes. And, you know, Mm -hmm. it's like, yeah, it would be awesome if you could do all of that stuff like really, really well. It would be really cool. Um, But the reality is like, especially small business owners, you're juggling a lot of different things. Mm -hmm. And, you know, what you do have to do is do something really well. So Mm -hmm. If that means, you know, getting your website to a way that um, at least it's a great front door, you know, Mm -hmm. it may not have um, a ton of content there. It may not have a blog or may not have, you know, whatever, but, you know, it's a great front door for you, Mm -hmm. you know, and, um, you know, the next piece may be trying to engage on a social media platform, Mm -hmm. you know. If you find, and a great way, you know, we've done this before, but a great way to know which one of those platforms is best is one, asking your team, Mm -hmm. you know, if you're a, if you're a smaller business that hires a lot of part-time people, you'll find that a lot of them are younger because, you know, that pay scale works for them or, or whatever, or the Mm -hmm. hours, um, ask them where they are, Mm -hmm. um, or, you know, 
go and search for your company name mm-hmm. and search and see who's posting about who or where they're posting about your company. Mm-hmm. Because even if you're not there, people are talking about your company somewhere. Yep. If you're doing things right or wrong, somebody's yeah. talking about <laughs> it. Um, so then that's where you can double down on, hey, there's, you know, we have 60 pictures on Instagram just from people taking pictures or stories or mm-hmm. whatever in our spot or, you know, talking about our business or whatever. It's like, well, maybe you should, you know, engage a little bit on Instagram because right now you have 50, 60 customers potentially and all of their friends mm-hmm. that have seen their stuff. And, you know, that would be a spot to start jumping in. And then the other side is, you know, if there's a lot of traffic on Facebook for you, then maybe that's where you do and and just bite off what you can and mm-hmm. and go from there. Yeah, I think the misconception is I need to do everything at once. Yeah. And that's just not practical for small businesses. It's just not something that uh, even if you have a team of mm-hmm. 10 mm-hmm. and you have two people devoted to online and just mm-hmm. bringing people to your store and people bringing to conversion or bringing through them through to your social media, whatever the case may be. Um, it's still hard to generate the content that's mm-hmm. searchable. It's mm-hmm. still hard to generate the right content that you know your viewers are going to like because it takes a lot of trial and error. Mm-hmm. And that's okay to test and fail, mm-hmm. but learn from it and grow from it. Um, I think that's what the most important thing is actually at the end of the day is to do the practical things, do the easy things. Um, like if for some reason you don't have Google Analytics set up on your website. Mm-hmm. Probably a good idea to know mm-hmm. who's doing what, who's engaging, uh, uh, at least from a visit standpoint. Mm-hmm. I think that's very practical. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like you said, finding a channel that will reach either your website or that you know where your community is being mm-hmm. built. Mm-hmm. Because not only can you see that it's growing, but you can be a part of the growth. Mm-hmm. And being involved and engaged in that is going to be a lot more beneficial for your business because mm-hmm. you're going to build these people that uh, that you want to have brand loyalty mm-hmm. and it becomes easier to get reviews because you're not just asking, hey, can you review us uh, to a stranger, but you get to engage in the people that are loyal to your company and say, mm-hmm. hey, could you check us out? I, we know you love our product, but we'd just love for you to mm-hmm. uh, re- drop us a testimonial on a review mm-hmm. uh, for a Google review or Yelp. Um, and so... Those are just some easy, practical steps as you continue to turn the ship because that's really what it is at the end of the Mm -hmm. day. It takes time. Um, But those practical steps will lead you to long-term success. Mm -hmm. And I think that that is the goal and the aim of uh, a lot of small businesses is not just to turn the quick turns, but Mm -hmm. also the long-term sustainability. Well, and if you are, you know, customer-facing, most people like that um, enjoy interacting with customers or you know they have a desire to do that that's generally why they got in the business is um you know whether it be b2b or or b2c you know they enjoy whatever it is whether it's Mm -hmm. talking to other businesses or talking to other ceos or or marketing people or you know whoever they're selling to or just talking straight to those customers digital gives you an opportunity to do that more often Mm -hmm. than you can in person because obviously you have the opportunity to talk to multiple people at the same time. Yeah. And, uh, so if you enjoy that, then genuinely enjoy doing that digitally too, Mm -hmm. you know, because, um, to me, there's nothing more exciting than 
seeing someone post on Instagram that they went to our shop and they're psyched that they came. Mm -hmm. Like, that's really uplifting as well as it's really cool to then comment and say thanks and feel very human with Mm -hmm. it and not, like, not, I don't know, not human, I guess, robotic, but... um, feel like there's a real person that really likes what you're doing and you know it's not just some fake thing Mm -hmm. um just like it's really really cool when you have a customer come to you and say they really had a great time Mm -hmm. at your spot or they're really thankful that you're open or uh like that means something and um you know so being present online you'll find that you get to do that more and um that should feed into, you know, the passion that you have and, um, and growing your business. And, Mm -hmm. um, so then it makes it a little easier, I think, to do the day-to-day stuff, Yeah, you know, throughout the, the, you know, I guess non-digital day, but like, Mm -hmm. you know, in-person time. Um, and I would encourage, you know, business, uh, owners out there, like what, what I always said, I mean, I said this to you, a couple years ago, like learn about some of the platforms, but like before you dive into it as a business, like start a personal account on mm-hmm. those spots. So yep. like, you know, start a Yelp account, you know, and when you go and what I always have said is like spend a week dedicated to that platform. So like if it's Yelp, cause you're a restaurant or like you know, something like that. Get a Yelp account as an owner and every restaurant you go to, you look them up on Yelp and review your experience after you leave, mm-hmm. you know, and see what it's like to do it, you mm-hmm. know, and see what it's like to be on that side so that you understand what it's like and, you know, do the same thing with Instagram. If Instagram is cool to you and like feels fun or mm-hmm. feels whatever, then commit to two weeks or a week of like every fun thing that, or everything that you're doing, mm-hmm. you know, take a picture of it and post it and, mm-hmm. you know, see what it's like to get comments or interact and get mm-hmm. likes or you like something else on somebody else's thing or, you know, and be present there. So you know what it's like to be yeah. a customer yep. at your own spot. Um, Cause then like what you're saying, I feel like you'd be more genuine there. Yes. And less fake. Yeah, well, know? practice makes perfect. And I think that uh, the more you get used to the platforms that you're working on, the more that you get used to the uh, platforms that are out there, um, you're going to find that, one, that you're developing a voice, and it's both your business and uh, the brand that you have. Yeah. Um, but also it's something that will come more naturally, and it won't seem as daunting, but mm-hmm. it's sometimes just... Uh, you have to take that first step a little mm-hmm. bit, of, uh, jump off the cliff mm-hmm. into something that you might not understand, but will ultimately provide you with a lot of ROI for your business mm-hmm. if you're doing it in the right places and mm-hmm. in the right spaces. Well, and it's like just, I mean, it's social media. And I think we forget sometimes as business owners that it's meant to be a social tool yeah. to like <laughs> have fun. Yeah. And like, that's what it's built to do. It's not, you know... Just like if you think about like TV Mm -hmm. or now not so much radio, but like music streaming or whatever, like whole point is to listen to music, not to listen to the ads. You Mm -hmm. know, the whole point of watching TV is to watch the content, 
you know, ads get in the way. And like the whole point of social media is to interact socially with people that you couldn't. Yep. And, you know, if your business has an opportunity to also interact, not in a shoving an ad down your face, but in a genuine way, then like, then it feels like it's supposed to be there. Mm -hmm. Not like a pop-up ad or uh, yeah. a TV commercial that everyone fast forwards through or avoids. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you don't want to be that way when you're a business. You want to be like, like you're everybody watching the movie together and yep. you're just there creating that community. You know? Yep. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think some of that practical steps are really important to, for some businesses to understand is, you know, obviously, you know, if we're talking social media, the, the big three being, you know, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter from a business standpoint. Um, you know, obviously Snapchat is still out there. Mm-hmm. There's always other, obviously for some people, YouTube mm-hmm. is a big platform. Um, but try to understand or think about, or maybe look at some of your competition and see, uh, where they're at, mm-hmm. um, create personal, a personal account. And one of those, platforms um and just see what it's like to to do it uh see what it's like to engage in it um everybody you know thought it was weird when that first restaurant put a drive-through in yeah but now everyone (laughs) does that um and uh you know so it's always weird the first time Mm -hmm. but um if you can do it in a way that's a little more genuine and you know have fun with it then i think can help yeah um and obviously from a you know look at your the rest of your digital stuff like you know where do you want your customers to go when they meet with you on the internet you know Mm -hmm. is it do you have clear wayfinding on your website Mm -hmm. or do you have a clear path from when they find you to what is supposed to happen just try to and i mean we've done this with you but um even if even if it's not working with someone who's a you know, expert digitally, you know, have your staff or have someone who doesn't really know your brand, um, say, Hey, can you go to our website and navigate a little bit? Mm -hmm. Tell us what, what was sort of hard or maybe, uh, give them a task and say like, Hey, go and try to buy something, Mm -hmm. you know, and then let them give you some feedback and say, you know, it was really, it was easy to get there, but hard to really know like where to go in the store or or what the product really was, or the checkout was really tedious or maybe, you know, it was really great, but you were like really aggressive or, Mm -hmm. you know, take some of that feedback from someone honest. Um, and, uh, that can help, I think, because obviously when you own your own business, you tend to get blinders or, or silo mm-hmm. siloed a little bit maybe to the negative side sometimes mm-hmm. where you know you're heavily negative on your on what you're doing yeah or you're not looking at what you're doing enough from a blind eye and you know you may not see some of those gaps or or whatever that you you may have yep um and then obviously if you know you have the opportunity uh, learn a little bit about uh, or you know search yourself on Mm-hmm. on Google and see what pops up when your business comes up. Is yep. it a bunch of articles that you didn't know about or mm-hmm. is it, 
you know, uh, maps listings that are inaccurate or um, are they not there or, you know, um, all of that stuff is just super informative. And um, again, quick Google searches on how do I get my, you know, business listed on Apple Mm -hmm. or how do I get my business listed on Yelp or, you know, all of those are there for you Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, generally easy to find and um, or you know, you can work with someone like Ian who can help you walk through some of that stuff as well, um, or uh, or many other companies or, mm-hmm. or platforms that are going to help you with that. That's depending how much you want to spend on it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's uh, that's a, that's another big thing is for smaller businesses they're not always going to have the larger budgets for certain things. So mm-hmm. it's prioritizing what is going to have yep. positive ROI for your company um, in the immediacy and then continuing to stretch that rubber band to include mm-hmm. more and more things as you continue to grow. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I think that perspective is important too because, you know, when you can see those Id- those things, like, you know, you wouldn't, uh, open a business with a broken front door, yeah, um, or a busted piece of glass, or your PO. You wouldn't have a POS system that has a broken computer in it. But yeah. sometimes when it comes digitally, because we can't see it physically, mm-hmm. um, it's a little bit harder, at least mentally, to spend that money. But um, I think we do have to, like you're saying, understand and obviously have perspective. You know. Um, each business is different on how they allocate funds and whatnot, but prioritizing those just like you prioritize uh, fixing a broken front door yeah. um, is still vitally important for your business. It's not just an add-on anymore. Mm-hmm. It's most of the time it's where people see you first. So, yeah. um, you know, first impressions are insanely important. And so, um, they may not drive by your space if your website sucks mm-hmm. or, you know, they don't know, they can't get directions to it or yep. they can't, you know, find when you're open or, mm-hmm. you know, all of that type of stuff. They may never get to see how cool your building is or yeah. how great your your staff is or um, if they don't know how to get there. Yeah. Um, and it can look pretty too, but yeah. if it doesn't meet what you know what is okay with google and what Mm -hmm, is okay with mm -hmm. other search engines Mm -hmm. and what is ultimately what is going to be positive for your users then odds are you're not going to find it (laughs) yeah 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 and and that's where obviously so many people put so much work into their business from uh from being their standpoint Mm -hmm. that you know they and then they wonder why oh man there's not as many people are coming Mm -hmm. it's like well you didn't think or didn't put as much time into the front front door, you know, front door being your physical front door, but then the digital front door that sometimes at least for, you know, maybe 40 to 50% of the, you know, population dependent on your business, uh, sect or whatever, Mm -hmm. um, maybe the actual front door for them. Um, so yeah, I, I just think that, you know, having that perspective is important and just, you know, learning about that is important. And, um, we've learned together a lot, yeah. uh, just from, I mean, I look at you and not at all saying that either of us are experts, but, um, you know, we came from very different, uh, sides of things, but I think we both, uh, care a lot about just like 
creating quality businesses or creating opportunities for people. And it's like we weren't cool with not knowing how to grow something. Yeah. You no, know, we, we wanted to push that boundary. We wanted to see how far we can expand things. Yeah. 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 And I think it's just that some of that drive just to learn in general how to run a business 10 years from now and how it's going to be different mm-hmm. than it is today. Um, and uh, just learning that if we don't have some of that foresight, then, um, you know, we'll be closing down or, yeah. or not have the opportunity to, to be running businesses anymore. And, mm-hmm. and that's obviously the great benefit of the free market is, mm-hmm. you know, businesses live and die and, you mm-hmm. know, that's how things go. And you just try as hard as you can to continue to do what's in your mission statement and, mm-hmm. and pursue. But, um, that's always the greatest part about the free market is, you know, things happen like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, well, any other last things you wanted to share before we roll out? I mean, just advice for small businesses, keep it practical and think about your user, mm-hmm. um, especially when it comes to digital. Um, there can be a lot of good, a lot of bad that happens, um, but a lot of great learning experiences to know your audience, to know the personas that are coming to your website and who's existing in your digital space. Mm-hmm. It's easier to do in the physical space, but um, continuing to hone in on that and know that it's going to take time. Mm-hmm. That would be my two cents and advice. There so you go. That's my parting gift. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I would just encourage you guys that you can do it. Um, it's not as intimidating as you think. Um, the Internet is a very helpful place. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people out there that are out there uh, to help you. Um, we are one of them. So um, if you do have any uh, questions or, or things like that, um, obviously listen to this podcast as we're very transparent about the struggles that we've had as a company, uh, as well as the things that we've learned, uh, whether it be mistakes we've made or, or just other awesome businesses that we've had the opportunity to highlight or work with. Um, we are a wide open book. Um, so, uh, ask us and, uh, or listen to previous, uh, and future episodes. I'm sure we'll, uh, we'll highlight some things that should help you. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the whole point of this podcast is, uh, wanting to, uh, share and, and, uh, create content that is helpful for, uh, friends of ours and, and, uh, and you guys as listeners. So, um, Enjoy that. Uh, Ask us questions. Um, If you do have any questions for future episodes or maybe um, some individuals you would love to hear from or maybe uh, we need to hear from, uh, send us an email at hello at IndieCoffeeRoasters.com. We would love to uh, create this for you. So um, send us some feedback. Let us know what you'd like to learn about and what would be helpful. uh, And we would love to do that for you. Uh, as well as uh, maybe there's a business out there that uh, we haven't talked with yet that uh, would be awesome to hear from. So uh, make sure and let us know that. Uh, as well as before, um, subscribe uh, to the podcast on uh, iTunes, Google Play, or uh, Spotify. We would love for you to listen to future episodes and previous. Uh, we uh, do new episodes every week uh, and have a lot of really cool things coming up on the pipeline that uh, should be really fun to uh, listen to. So uh, thanks for uh, listening. 
Um, and uh, make sure and follow us online on all the platforms we talked about tonight. Uh, leave us an awesome uh, Yelp and Google review. Uh, and uh, more than that, leave us an honest review uh, <laughs> of your experience. And, and we'd love to hear from you. Um, as far as Ian goes, Ian, let us know where they can interact with you on the interwebs. Yes, so you can follow me at Ian Meshack, and that's spelled I-A-N-M-I-S-I-A-K, and that is my Twitter and Instagram handle. Um, send me a DM if you're interested in learning more about digital marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, I do freelancing and consulting, um, and I would love to chat with you if you're intrigued. There we go. And I'll uh, make sure and leave that in links to all that in the show notes as well. So uh, you guys can interact with him and uh, send him some love uh, online as well. Thanks again for being here, Ian. It's always fun to chat and uh, and learn from you and, and your expertise. Um, and thanks again, guys, for listening. We always appreciate the support. Um, and uh, yeah, like we said before, uh, make sure and uh, interact with us uh, the best way that you can. Uh, and we would love to hear from you. Thanks again, guys, for listening, and uh, remember to always enjoy your coffee unleashed.